0: Good morning and welcome to I have a confession. And you guys, I have a confession. So, last weekend, um I had to deal with some things that I'm not very good at dealing with, and they're called feelings. <laughs> so, um My husband has been waiting for like a month to do this um, bike thing, his motorbike thing. He has a dirt bike and he's been waiting for a month to go to this dirt bike track and ride his motorbike. So a little bit of background we have had horses our entire relationship and that's been my thing and we've gone to horse shows like we've done the you know get up at 5 a.m travel long distances to like washington and um, to go to horse shows and early mornings and long days and we've done the whole schmear and we did it for years and years and years and we've done it with our kid and it's been fun right like we've just we've tapped it out and this last time around before we bought the last horse which we shouldn't have I tried to tell him I was like you know look we could buy this horse or we don't have to buy this horse and we could move on with our life and do other things And he was like, no, 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 buy the horse. And I was like, are you sure? And at this point, I wasn't even feeling like I really wanted to do any more horse things. But we bought the horse anyways. And it kind of ended up being a bust because now we're selling the horse at a far less price than what we bought the horse for. But uh, that's because we found out that the horse is a lot older than we had uh, bought him for Uh, anyways so we thought he was only 14 or 12 or something like that and then somebody got a hold of us online and said that he was 12 when they had him and that was like nine years ago so uh, he ended up being older so I was not able to recoup the money that I spent on him and I had to take a dive in the price but um, so we are trying to currently sell him in the meantime My husband, I told him, I was like, just go out and buy your dirt bike because I know this is what you want to do. And let's just do this now. So my husband went out and bought a dirt bike. And um, so he's been waiting so patiently for this day on Sunday, this last Sunday, to go to this dirt bike uh, track with his buddy. And go race bikes or ride bikes or whatever. And I was like, you know, yay, we're finally doing it. And uh, then his buddy had to work. And so that was disappointing. Uh, And then we get there and his bike has a problem starting but he keeps getting it started and then it runs and then he goes to ride it and it stops. And then our son touches something hot on the bike and burns his fingers and is like crying and upset. And I'm, we don't have a first aid kit or anything on hand. Uh, So I'm like, trying to deal with my crying child and my husband is talking to this lady next door about, you know, the track and on top of everything, we had gotten to the track late during the day. I think we had gotten there around one o'clock or 1230 or something like that. It was late because the track is like, we live an hour outside of town. So we live an hour outside of the big major town, and then the track is an hour outside of that town. So we live like two and a half hours away from this track, or something like that. It's pretty far. So we had gotten to the track a little late. So basically, my husband paid $20 to sit on his bike and not go get, not be able to ride on the track or anything. And then, on top of everything, our son touches the bike and burns his fingers. And now we have to load the bike back up and leave and go to a store and buy stuff to um, fix his fingers because he has uh, basically, I think a first or second degree burn on his fingers. His little fingers are turning white blisters and he's crying. And I'm like, we have to go. We have to go now. So my husband is just like, silently keeping it all inside. And I feel terrible. Like, I've had these days. These are the days that my horse is being a jerk face and won't load in the trailer. And I have, um pardon me, So as I was saying, this is the moment where I have paid all of the fees to get into my horse show and it is five o'clock in the morning and we are loading onto the trailer and my horse is like not getting on the trailer regardless of how many treats I'm feeding him, how many, how nice I'm talking to him, how much encouragement I'm giving him. It's just disappointing all the way around. So I really felt for my husband. I felt so bad. I was in his shoes 100%. And the only thing I could think about was how much I didn't want him to feel that way. And I just kept thinking how gross that feeling was. And I was like, so... We're, you know, load up the bike, load up the crying kid. And he's like, where do we go? And I'm like, well, we got to go to a mart because in my eyes, mart is so old school that they have everything. And I just knew there was a Bymart in this town. And I was like, we got to go there. And he's like, okay. And we're on our way to the Bymart. And I'm like, what, what can I do to take this nasty feeling away from you? And he's like, nothing. It just sucks. And I'm like, no, there's got to be something. I'm like, this is just the worst. This is the worst. This this is the worst. You have waited an entire month to ride your bike that you bought, you know, and I haven't let him ride his bike too much because first of all, when we first bought the bike, we didn't have the garage door on the house. We only had our lovely piece of tarp and I didn't want him parading the bike around the neighborhood because of the riffraff. And I was afraid somebody might come and steal the bike, right? And then we got the garage door on and he's ridden the bike twice up and down the road with the kid on it. And that has been about it. So this was like the, the uh, maiden voyage of the bike. And it was just literally just I don't know. It was just ruined. It was just awful. So I want to be the hero of the day and like swing in and make it all better. And my husband is just like, there's literally nothing you can do. And I feel helpless. You know, I want to do something to make it better. So I'm like, what can I do? Is there any amount of money I can spend? What, anything, anything at all. Because when I am in that situation, I will do anything to not have to feel that feeling of desperation and grossness of things are not going my way. But my husband is such a trooper, you know, we just get to buy Mart, we, I go inside, I buy a first aid kit, I buy some burn pads, and uh, some tape and we get back out there and we dress the kid and then uh, we end up having to drive him over to see my mom who's on the coast and uh, drop him off for spring break and uh, he's doing fine now his fingers are fine and we get back home or on the way back I asked my husband again you know what can I do for you and I explained to him why I'm trying to fix the situation so bad And that's when I reveal to him, you know, that I empathize with him so bad because this is, you know, the mornings that he has suffered with me when I have paid the fees to go to the horse show and my horse will not get into the trailer. And it's so frustrating and so agonizing and just painful. And he's literally like, nothing, there's nothing you can do. He's like, it's just upsetting. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> let me fix it. But I guess I just have to let him feel those feelings and there's nothing I can do about it. And I suppose as my son gets older, I will also let have to let him feel those feelings of disappointment and and things like that. I won't always be able to fix these situations that come into my family's lives. And that sucks. Like, I don't like that. I wish, I don't want anyone to feel like that. I want everyone to be happy and to do what they want to do, because I got to do what I wanted to do for so long. And, and it just, it broke my heart. It made me feel so sad. And It just, it, it was terrible. It was like the one time my son, he likes to paint his fingernails and, uh, which I think is fun. Like we both paint our fingernails, um, a lot and, uh, he went to school with his fingernails painted and then he went down to, um, our in-laws and when he came back from our in-laws house, he wanted to take all of his fingernail polish off and made some comments And I was like, we don't care what other people say about our fingernails, you know. And then he didn't want to paint his fingernails for the longest time. Uh, He said it was too girly and that boys don't paint their fingernails. And I was like, well, that's not, that's not any, no, 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 no. I was like, boys can do whatever they want. Boys want to paint their fingernails. They can paint their fingernails. I was like, boys paint their fingernails all the time. (laughs) I was like, I've seen it. (laughs) I was like, don't you worry about what anybody says about your fingernails. So, um, I was like, it really hurt my heart that, uh, you know, that he was affected like that. And I guess I'm just really super sensitive and, um, I'm really going to have to work on that as a person, not being so sensitive to things that happen to my family members. Um, so I'm going to have to work on that. But my husband seemed, he took it all in stride. It was like this one time we all went fishing and my son and I were having the greatest time. We were in this boat out in the middle of the sayuslaw and um, we were just fishing and then the motor broke. My husband was like pulling on the string for the motor and the string busted and the motor broke and then he was like silently cursing under his breath and um, I was like, you know, babe, what's wrong? And he was like, the motor broke. And he was really upset about it and he had to get the trolling motor out and get us back to shore. And it started raining and the dogs getting wet. We're all getting wet. I think my son was starting to complain. I don't remember because I was having such a good time, but my husband, as he recalls the day was like, I was about ready to murder people. And I was like, really? I was like, you hid that really well. But I guess it's all in how you look at the day. And I was having fun that day and my son seemed to be having fun that day. I don't really remember him being, um, upset or acting out or anything. We all seem to be having fun fishing. My husband, on the other hand, I guess was about ready to flip the boat over in the water and, and, uh, call it a day. So, um, I don't know. He held it together though. He was really disappointed and I felt that disappointment and I wish there was something I could do to take it away for him. But he said he's fine and he's looking forward to the next motor bike get together next month. And I was like, well, I hope it goes better. I hope. You know, and in the middle of all of this, we're like trying to, I think I mentioned it earlier, we're selling my horse. So the lady came and looked at him yesterday and she really liked him. I just got a text message from my trainer this morning that she wants to come out and ride him again in her own saddle, which is great. So I'm hoping I don't have to write another board check next month. That would be wonderful. So... Fingers crossed that she comes and gets him. On another note, I just wanted to touch on this book that I'm reading. And it is, okay, so I, it's not religious related at all. It's actually a Stephen King book. And I don't know, like, if any of you read Stephen King. He happens to be my favorite author. Um, I've been reading Stephen King since I was eight years old. Uh, the first book I ever read was It and um, that one kind of got me hooked and ever since then I've just been a Stephen King fanatic. Love him, love all of his writing, have read so many books, own most of his books. Um, Anyways, so the book I'm currently reading is called The Shining, and I have an app on my phone called Libby. It's like a library app, and right now I'm kind of using my old town's library card. I haven't gotten a library card from my new town yet, um, mostly because I'm lazy Uh, but I'm going to do it. I I promise I'm going to do it anyways. So I have this old library card that I'm using. Anyways, it allows you to borrow books online from a library. And I have borrowed this book several, several times. It lets you borrow books up to like 30 days or something like that. And then you get to listen to it. And this book is like, I don't know. It was like 15 hours or 18 hours long or something like that. I forget. And anyway, so I listened to it a few hours at a time and then I would forget about it or not be so interested in it or I would get busy or then I would have to um, send the book back. Well, just this last couple of days, I've really been sitting down and listening to the book. Now, I'm sure a lot of you have probably seen, or maybe some, I shouldn't assume all, but maybe some of you have seen the Stanley Kubrick version of The Shining with Jack Nicholson. Which, Stephen King hated that movie, but I like that movie. It's great. But if you've only ever seen that movie and you've never read the book, I highly encourage you to get your hands on the book and read the book because the book is amazing. I cannot stress how much this book really goes into detail and gives a better backstory about Jack Torrance and the things that happen behind the scenes in the Overlook Hotel All of the ghosts, all of the stories of the characters, so much happens than just what Stanley Kubrick went about in his movie. And again, I'm not saying that Stanley Kubrick's movie is not good, because it is. But The Shining, the book, is so much better, as is with most books versus movies. Just gonna throw that out there. So if we're talking books versus movies, uh gonna go to gonna go ahead and go with book on this one. Uh not that the movie is bad because it's not, but they also made a mini-series with a T on TV. I think it was like back in the 90s. And uh so and I have that, and I think today I'm gonna sit down and watch the whole thing. Because I've started watching it a long time ago. And when I first started reading the book, and it was kind of word for word. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And now that I've actually sat down and have listened to about six hours of the book or eight hours of the book. I have a reminder for Chance. Sorry, that's my reminder to feed my dog. Uh, Now that I've listened to about six, six or seven hours of the book consecutively and have gotten into the book. um, It's really uh, the what I've seen from the miniseries is almost word for word. And so um, I'm really excited to see if the miniseries stays more true to the book than the movie did, which I kind of feel it does. So, um, which kind of was the same thing with it the miniseries with Tim Curry and, uh, instead of the newer movies, which don't get me wrong. I totally enjoyed the newer movies when they put them out. Um, they were great. I love them. Still watch them. But, uh, the nineties miniseries will always be part of my heart. You know, can't, it just doesn't get any better than the nineties miniseries. Anyways that is all I have to talk about today. Sadly, nothing religious. I apologize for that, but I guess I can't always be religious on this podcast. Anyways, I hope you all have a great day. Please pray for me and I will pray for you. Have a good one. Goodbye.